Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Oh, the season's over. I really want more. It's episode number 234. It's been two weeks because this podcast has been, uh, what's the word this season? As, as Yeah, as consistent as, as Stoke. <laughs> but it's a full house. It's a full house here for the end of season special. Tony Lloyd, you are here. You have had jab number two. How are you feeling? Uh, lethargic, so yeah, pretty on brand. <laughs> Tom Thrower, you're here after having a nice e- sa- uh, no Sunday. What day are we on? Sunday. You've been out and about on the town. How are you? I'm I'm fine. I'm not vaccinated for anyone keeping check at home. Okay. And and Dave, you've been out and treating yourself to things today, I believe. Have you had a nice day? Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, just uh, been getting getting some retail therapy in. Um, I've bought a suit that my dad does not like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. That's all, I think that when... Because secretly you do want your dad's approval on things. Mm. And how do you feel about that, Dave? I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I think uh, when it comes to fashion, I think both of us are out of our depth, really. So uh, just kind of press on with things, don't we? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well... My friends, it is the end of yet another season for our little podcast and our little football club. Uh, a season that will—it's a season that will be remembered for the circumstances, yet any of the details of which will not be remembered. I have a feeling for at least for Stoke City Football Club, at least I'm having trouble remembering it even now. But one thing I do remember is that we did finish on a relative high. We went away to the. Little seaside town of Bournemouth. Oh, look at us! We've got, we've got sixteen thousand seater stadium, aren't we? Great. To Bournemouth, who were gonna, they were gonna smash the league, weren't they? This season, do you remember? They came down and they were gonna, what fools to get relegated and think they'd automatically go back up, but they didn't. They, they now, they now finish, thanks to a two 0 win by Stoke City, they finish in sixth place in the playoffs. Stoke City once again crushing some dreams of a team going into the playoffs just like we did last season but a good way to finish definitely a good way to finish is is it me oh tom's got his hand up which worries me do you not want to keep your nathan jones powder dry no yeah that's 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 coming later um dean court's capacity is eleven thousand. um and whilst googling that to confirm it um dean court hotel york um, and Dean Court Farm Shop both come up on my suggested Google before Dean Court Football Stadium. Um, that might just be my specific algorithm. Apparently, I don't Google football stadiums enough. Sorry. But that's the go- level of team that Bournemouth are. I despise them. Do you know what I've done here, Tom? Do you know what I've done? What I've done is I've confused it with with Rotherham United's New York Stadium that seats 12,000 but if you play as them on Football Manager the maximum number of seats you can get in it is up to 16 so that's where uh, you'll, you'll have to forgive me for it's so easily confusing Rotherham United and Bournemouth of course Rotherham being a much bigger and better club I mean uh, let's not speak ill of the dead Chris um, oh, um, sorry oh. just um, just a few things just happened in that little conversation there uh, first of all Tom I think perhaps the reason it's not coming up on your phone is because 
uh, Dean Court is now the vitality, sta- <laughs> the vitality, or the, the <laughs> massive bunch of prick stadium, or something like that. Um, and secondly, secondly, Tom Thrower, do you do you go to farm shops? Tom Thrower, man of the people, <laughs> bloody farm shop. Oh. Um, can't wait for the lads on Twitter in, to find out about fairness, that. In fairness, when I Google Britannia, Britannia Hotel Bournemouth now comes up first. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> why, why do you go to all these hotels in Bournemouth? I know. Just God, you're gonna your uh, Google search algorithm is going to be absolutely thrown weird, off for three days. <laughs> I I googled it as well, just for the sake of a bad joke. I'm going to come to in a second. Uh, but I also, the farm shop also came up first for me, which is disappointing. Um, but it was built in 1910, which makes it 111 years old. Is Tell you fu- who I really hope isn't listening to this podcast right now. Go on, Will Forrester's mum. <laughs> oh, I'll just tune in, see what the fans are saying about my boy. <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, should we get uh, to that? No, Go sorry, on. Can, 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 can I do my bad oh, joke? Sorry, no, sorry. it was yeah, a bad yeah. joke. I've, I've, forecast, I've, I've flagged it up enough that everybody will be expecting it to be a bad joke. But basically, uh, Dean Court is 121 years old. I can't wait till we try and sign him in the summer. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. Good. I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for bringing this onto football. You were right. Will Forrester... Are there, are there, any, are there any other football grounds oh my... that could be a footballer's name? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Alexandra give it, Stadium. Give it, give, it a three, give it a few years and the Bet365, much as Subway in community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this Bet365 is my child. Up, up front for Portsmouth. The Dave Whelan Stadium. <laughs> Mm. He broke his leg, I think, didn't he? Will Forrester! (laughs) Good goal, wasn't it? Where's the Will Forrester stadium? (laughs) Give it 20 years. Stoke in 50 years. Yes. (laughs) Well, there you go. So, being at the club since he was, what, five years old, he said in the post-match interview. uh, First debut... Well, of course it was your first debut. <laughs> you got, uh, yeah, first start for the first team. Uh, and, and, he, and he scores. Um, a lovely, lovely finish. Um, and uh, did any of you watch the post-match interview with, with him where he just seemed really, really chuffed? It was quite a, I don't know, quite a nice, nice thing. Uh, and in the second goal, of course, coming from Tommy Smith, which is also quite a nice finish. Maybe I think mm. I'm not. I'm not the best critic critique of goalkeepers, so I don't know if when it, I I feel like I could just say yeah, goalkeeper should do better though, and I've no idea if they could or not. Like I don't yeah. understand goal. It was no, all right. Both, both really tidy goals. Um, yeah, it, it genuinely really is so lovely to have that kind of um, uh, moment to end on of a, a young lad, a local lad, scoring on his debut for Stoke, and that's obviously. You know, totally fantastic, and yeah, we, we shouldn't we shouldn't be ourselves and be be too kind of snarky about something like that when it's just kind of pure footballing joy of mm. uh, someone scoring on their debut like that. Um, although I've just thought um, Dean Court might uh, might have a wife called her Anne Field. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Will Forrester. Sure. <laughs> I tell you what I liked about both our goals yesterday, and I know it's it's something I think we've said before, and it's it's not really a thing because of course the other players celebrate a goal, 
but both those goals, like the first goal, obviously scoring on your debut, and everybody mobs him, and it's just really lovely, and you can see everybody's really happy for him. And then uh, the Tommy Smith goal, much the same. Everyone's clearly really pleased for him that he scored a goal, and mm-hmm. and it gives me hope for the future that we just like we've said we have said it before that it, it's nice that our most of our players just seem to be mates. Mm. And that's lovely. And long may it continue. And please don't sell any of them, apart from the bad ones. We'll get I mean, to that. We, but we yeah, it was it that. just it was just really nice the way everybody was like properly really pleased for both of them, mm. sprinting over and 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 it was just it was very wholesome, wasn't it? It was very mm. wholesome, and it's really nice as well that like Tyrese Campbell is on the social medias bigging everyone up and. I, I mean, it could just be an agent doing it for all I know, but it's really nice that they 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 all seem to be congratulating each other and 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 that type of thing. It's yeah, they're they're a nice, especially the young players. They seem to be quite a nice bunch of lads. Um, as I say, knocking Bournemouth into sixth place though, so doing South Yorkshire favourites Barnsley a favour in the playoffs. I'm quite happy for them. Have you any of you? Do you any of you care? About the playoffs, are we all just Barnsley supporting? Yeah. yeah. Although I'm sad that we've lost two Yorkshire away days this weekend, and mm. potentially Barnsley mm. would be a third. Yeah, um, Barnsley are quite nice. Uh, Bournemouth are evil. Swansea are evil. Who's the other team? Brentford. Uh, Brentford. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm I'm reluctantly a Brentford fan in the playoffs, just so <laughs> we don't have to play them again. Because yeah. that really upsets me. I, I'm sick of just looking, yeah, looking bad by comparison. Just to get yeah. to Brentford now. Remember when we used to aspire to be like Everton when we were like mid-table Premier League? Oh yeah, if we can be like Everton, that'd be really good. And I was like, oh, if we could be Brentford, that'd be really good. And now by the end of this season, I'm like, could we be Luton? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> we tried that. <laughs> no, I think I think Bar- I, I think just want Bar- to ex- achieve success, a moderate amount of success. You've done something massive to an extent. <laughs> well, then let, let's let's move on to to talk about because I, I, who wants to talk about like games of football anymore? Let's think. We we spoke a lot about the season as a whole. Uh, throughout this goddamn long season, but like, what is, what are your hopes for the summer? Like, what do you think the club's activity should be, both in the transfer window, in terms of, I don't know, pre-season friendlies. Like, what is it, how, if we're to start next season well, how do how do we best go about that, Dave? You've got. Your uh, can I just read you a list of names? Yeah. Uh, Tom Edwards, Liam Lindsay, Tom Ince, Peter Atebo, Benneke Ferby, <laughs> Bruno Martins, Indy, Lee Gregory, Badu and Die, Moritz Bauer, Kevin Vimmer, Joe Bursick, Lassa Sorensen, and Ryan Woods. They're all, or have been until recently, out on loan. That's a fucking team there that would mm. probably finish about 16th in the championship because <laughs> we've got experience of it. Um, all of them, bar Bursick, can go, or maybe Sorensen keep as well, but yeah, all of them can go. Um, just looking, t- at, just looking at this fucking squad, man. Jesus. Just, <laughs> what? Vokes, McLean, Chester, Mikel. Uh, I mean, apparently Klukas is going. Alan. Mor- who is Morgan Fox? I don't really know. Jordan Cousins. 
Josh, Josh Tymon. <clears throat> um, just there's too. We've got too many fucking players. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's 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 difficult. I mean, like yeah, just selling a load of players won't automatically make us mm. better. In fact, no, but, actually, it might. It will. It will make us. Automatically <laughs> it won't better. make us worse. Just, selling yeah, one specific that, player will make us much better. I reckon there's probably just like too many of them at the training ground, so players can't get on the running machines and stuff. The car park's too busy, so all the players are stressed about finding a parking space. There's just too many fucking players, and this has been the this has been the problem for the last three seasons. So you know. Not a huge uh, galloping shock, and um, it's the same. It's the same problem though, where it's you. You can't really bring in new faces until some of these players go. Hell, we can't even give Nick Powell a new contract until some of these players go. The such is the massive wage budget that we have on players like Peter Atebo, Joe Allen, et al. Um, it, yeah, it's the same old question of how do you get rid of the deadwood? How do you get rid of these? These players, I think the answer is pretty obvious. They're all fucking going on freeze. That's what's going to happen. Uh. <laughs> like, so how, does Tony, how does Tony Skull still have a fucking job? Like, <laughs> you're not being funny. Pretty much. Just the, the, the right. Just those those players are listed there. Tom Ince, <coughs> what was he? Ten million quid. Kevin Vimmer, eighty million quid. Badu and Die, another ten mil. Was that or eight mil? Uh, a phobie uh, eight, about 12. six or seven mil. A Tabo about that. Bruno five mil. Glee Gregory. A couple of mil was it? Um, you imagine the loss we're going to make in all of that? Fucking loads. Which, what? but it, but it, it, what worries me there is something that um, uh, at uh, Mozza ninety two on Twitter had pointed out is that potentially some of our highly rated youth players, Harry Souter, if an offer of a considerable size came in for him, he'd. Theoretically, I don't see. I don't see the club saying no, no, no. We're keeping hold of this prize asset. I think they. I think they need the money. It would be considered. Yeah. It would be considered a. Oh, let's just get. I, what I think. Dumbing, sorry, Tom. Go ahead. I think we might have one more season on that, and that's thanks to COVID. Because as far as I'm aware, FFP is supposed to work over three seasons, but because of COVID, this season that's finished now is going to be averaged with next season into one season's losses. So my guess is that we are going to go down a route of shift the people who are in the last year of their contracts, the McLeans, the Klukases, the Allens, to get their wages freed up. And then if we can get up, well, we don't need to worry about any of this. (laughs) Or if we don't, shit, sell kids. Yeah, but what a damning indictment of Tony Scholes is, well, oh, right, yeah. the whole yeah. recruitment thing. of The one upshot of our terrible, terrible recruitment over the last two years has been the fact that we've been either forced to or through probably perhaps good management on O'Neill's part, we've been playing Sutar and Collins and Forrester and Bursick and uh, Campbell and all this lot. And, you know, having had some joy, the only, you know, real shining light of this season has been the fact these young players have played really, really well. And then, oh no, because we're so bad at our jobs, we might have to um, sell Harry Sutar for probably four million pounds and then recall Liam Lindsay. <laughs> Piss off. Lin- Lindsay's all right. He's been we, doing quite well, hasn't he? We have some... But if you, like, I, I don't know what... It, yesterday's game was probably... 
just O'Neill been like, oh, it's it's a get. Let's let's try some of the kids out. But if you look at the bench that we put together yesterday, with the exception of Vokes and Bursic to Bursic to an to an extent because he's played a bit, like it was a team of just just youth players. Is that a damning indictment of like Joe Allen and all those, or was it simply a case of? O'Neill going, ah, oh, no, you guys have this time off. We're going to try some of the kids. It, it just, I don't. I mean, I I can't speak for the quality of any of those young players who he had on the bench. Um, I I don't know if they are ready made to. In fact, I would doubt they are ready made to come and step into the championship team. But the fact that we have all those players you said, Dave, and then a wide bunch of young players that O'Neill is hoping to bring through, it kind of just. <laughs> it's, it's just as you say, there's just too many people. But I, I un, without making a huge, huge loss, I don't see how we get rid of these players. Because like the Joe Allen, Joe Allen for the sake of it, who who is going to pick Joe Allen up for somebody any money? shit who's just got promoted, or somebody who's come down and think, oh, oh, I've heard of him. Oh, he'll do a job like we did with Tom Ince. Um, you need, what, what same we, answer for Tom Ince, I suppose. I think Just other the, clubs these, are clever. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you've got these, you've got these shit dinosaur managers mm. who just like see the the relatively big name and then sign him. Oh, that's what that's what we did the first time. Right? Yeah. Um, um, and the and the third. I think I think a lot of them like are Colin, just gonna... Colin, Colin Colin will pick a couple up. You know, Colin. Ah, I know Boris is doing a good job. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> they're just going to end up filling spaces in other squads and that's going to be an indictment of of them at our club that a certain Mr Allen literally like barely missed a minute of football for us and he's going to go and sit on Burnley's bench make three appearances in the League Cup and four off the bench in the league and that will be it because that's the level of footballer he is and he's probably one of our, if not our best paid player. I think that's the thing where the loss in terms of the, yeah, the fee we paid them is fine, but we're almost, if we can clear them off the wage bill, that just gives us things to do. And that's a direction that I'm a bit excited about. Like we get linked with League One, League Two players who are doing well and might come make that step up like Jordan Thompson has done pretty much because he's, like an established championship footballer now, which is mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and just look, I'm really excited about Joe Allen not being a Stoke City footballer. How that is like so exciting. But how disappointed <laughs> will you be, Tom, when he doesn't actually go? No, like, that, that can't happen. It will though. Yeah. Just like John Obi McKell will be here next season. So he will was Joe good Allen. against Bournemouth, but he, oh. yeah. Yeah, he's McKell's got... on a renaissance. He's, he's, yeah. he's got a new lease of life. <laughs> the John tender age of 47, John O'Meara uh, <laughs> McKell's recovered. I, I no, don't, he's, I... Yeah, he's been good the last few games, to be fair. Maybe he just needed to get the rust out of his legs for five, six seasons. Wouldn't be Stoke without a Champions League winner. <laughs> yeah. That's true. The things That's that give true. me hope, right, apart, Joe Allen's just not going to leave this, this window because he'll either... Get injured in the Euros. Oh or, no! Or, or we'll we'll just keep we'll, we'll give him another we'll, we'll give him an extra year just because he's such a, a an asset and he's done so much for the club. Mm-hmm. Because you know Stoke. But the things that give me hope are one, 
every time we've brought a literal child into the team out of desperation, they've been better than who they replaced, pretty much. Near enough. Um, I mean, on one occasion, the person they replaced was Sam Vokes. So, but still, it's nice. Um, and two, Luton, albeit only on loan, took Tom Ince. Now, Nathan Jones knows Tom Ince. He's so seen him, him play back. loads. No, they don't want him back. But... <laughs> But it still happened. So these things can happen. No matter how shit a player is, even if you've been watching him from your own fucking bench every week, <laughs> it can still happen. And all football clubs nearly are fucking stupid, really. So <laughs> no, they're not. I see. Not see, as stupid as Stoke necessarily, but <laughs> still, they do some fucking silly things. And Tom Ince, oh well, he he, he was good for a bit once at Blackpool or whatever much I did. like Charlie Adam um, and made a career out of it so you know people can no weird yeah, things happen can, not Joe can, Allen everything else if I can uh, you know I've, I've started in a very sort of aggressive mood so far but um, <laughs> I think you know there, there are certain things that can give you a little bit cause for uh, for a slight degree of optimism. We said like this season we wanted some progress. It would be a transition season. You know all these kind of cliches, and we had a tiny amount of progress in terms of league position. And and the first half of the season was very good, and then it all went a bit shit. Um, I would you know there's there's the fact of Tyrus Campbell coming back, which is obviously going to be huge. Um, Alfie Doughty might be amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. That could oh, that God, could be a thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's there's players in there that I you know they're not they're not world beaters. They're not even like top end championship players. But I quite like and if they if O'Neill can work out what to do with them, then they could be quite useful for us. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking of people like Jacob Brown, Jordan Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, probably about that. Probably about it, uh, but like, but maybe some of the some of the, if we want to keep Robbie Matondo, I can see him being useful. Um, Norrington Davis as well. Like it's like like you said at the start, Tony. Like I quite like this team. Certainly, most of the eleven that started yesterday, I I, I quite like in some respect, whilst acknowledging their limitations. Like we just need to make sure we actually build on this rather than do what mm-hmm. we do seemingly every season say right lessons have learned we're not going to tolerate this deadwood um we're gonna you know just you know so you know consolidate make sure we've got an identity about us and you know you know Awful. positive noises positive noises positive noises oh no we can't sell anyone here's here's an extra five players to add to the squad um <laughs> All over send 30. them to turkey send them to turkey yeah yeah it's yeah but, but yeah I, you know it's it's not all doom and gloom. Um, I would say, like, Powell's a good player. Is that what we need to do? Like, you know how um, Leicester's owners own like a club in Belgium. Watford, uh, <laughs> we Potso, need to buy Potso other family clubs. own Udinese. Do we? Do the Coates family need to take a club over in Turkey where mm. we can offload all of our FFP debt? Mm. Um, and and then just do what we want. Um, hit me up, Denise. Um, we can have some conversations about things. She ain't going to talk to you, Tom. Not after all the <laughs> stuff you've said on Twitter. <laughs> is there is there any other players who are out on loan who you can possibly see coming back and having any place within the squad? No, because 
None. Bursic. Bursic. That's it. Yeah, Bursic's not even on loan. He was on the bench against Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, he came back. back. He's back now. He came <laughs> back in a week. Tom Edwards, maybe if we don't sign another right back. Is he away well, till January though? Yeah, he's he's gone for the full. Oh, is he? Full oh, year. Season, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was just a football Can't. manager thing or whether it was real. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I believe it is real. Yes, sadly. New York Red Bull. That's so weird. It's so weird <laughs> that Tom Edwards plays for New York Red Bulls. What's that about? <laughs> it's just yeah, like it's one of them, isn't it? Which one of globalist football? Which one of the Wright Phillips brothers is it that? Um, Bradley. Which one is it? The one who yeah, who's like top scorer ever of all time ever. in the MLS, yeah, yeah, yeah. father of our next season's top scorer. Oh sh! See, but that's the thing because yeah, I'm actually quite excited about some of these younger players. Like they're the things that are exciting, and if if it would be lovely to sit here this time next year, having had a successful season, and I will ask you what a successful season next season looks like in your minds. Um, but it would be nice to look back and be like, well, last the season before was a you know, turgid, but we saw the foundations being built with this young, exciting squad. And weren't it great that summer where we literally threw loads of players to sharks and just got rid of them? <laughs> That was great. <laughs> I thought you were throwing the young players to the sharks. No, 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 real. No, 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 no. The old, the old guys. The I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just looking now. Yeah, Benikafobi. I forget. He's a player that was still, is still with us. Like we have so many players in the world. What it's would just... you have given to have Benikafobi in the second half of a season? When not a lot. <laughs> Two pounds. Really? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd have preferred him off the bench than Vokes, but I wouldn't have well, like yeah. I wouldn't have put much stall by him galvanising us. No, I Two think pounds. he's quite good at football though, compared to some of his contemporaries in the squad. Anyway, but I and, think this is the thing about us: we have no way of knowing whether any Stoke player is actually good or not, because <laughs> when they play for Stoke, they're either okay for us or they're a bit shit. And there's like, but they'll go to another club and be either really shit or really amazing. So <laughs> Stoke is no barometer of your ability as a footballer. Mm, Joe absolutely. Allen was in the team of the tournament of the Euros. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and will be again this year, yeah. probably. Yeah, and that will facilitate Hopefully. his and that will facilitate his move to uh his new three year deal. I hope. It'd be lovely if he went to Burnley because that's where a lot of our old, our players go in the end. It'd just be <laughs> nice for him. Like a farm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's At least the farm you yeah. tell the kids about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil nice Bardsley's he's he's gone, gone, he's gone up to Burnley so he can run around. They oh, have man. wonderful times there. Loads of fun and pies. And... <laughs> he can play with all the other Phils. <laughs> what? So... What does success next season look like? What do you even even in your most conservative of like minds, what is it you're hoping next season is? I'd snap your hand off for tenth. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with less than like a specific place, um, but reaching April with a genuine shot at the playoffs. I'm talking like somewhere between three or five points within them. And then obviously what happens, happens from there. But sort of mm. in and around the conversation for the playoffs. And then we just like might fall off and that's that. And if we don't, well, maybe we finish in the playoffs. 
What about you, Tony? What are you looking for? I, I'm thinking about it because when when you said that, it, it occurred to me that I've not considered that there is another season coming <laughs> after this one. But this one has been so long, the idea of another season that isn't this one is mm. completely alien to me. Remember at the start of this season when we played Linfield in that pre-season friendly and Josh Tymon scored? No, I oh, know wow. you don't, but I do. Wow. Do you remember in like November when we had 18 injured goalkeepers and we just kept bringing new ones in and they kept oh, falling yeah. down the stairs and tripping over their dogs and stuff and breaking eight bones in their hand by Andy Lonergan played against Spurs. Yeah, he oh, played against Spurs. <laughs> because Joe Bursick was cup-tied. Oh, yeah. Because he'd already been. I just remembered. Let's For the last five minutes of this podcast, let's just do things we can randomly remember from the early stages of the season. Do you remember when Michael O'Neill got COVID? Um, oh my God. Did we have a friendly arranged against Man United or something? But they had to come to it. And all the, all the newspapers were like, Man United, COVID crisis. Like, our manager oh fucking got it. <laughs> Dickheads. Oh my God. Oh, wow. That, I genuinely had not remembered any of that. Sam Vokes scored against Aston Villa. That was that oh, was this season, surely. That was this season. <laughs> that was this season. Jacob Brown scored against Wolves. Yeah. That's that's madness, though, isn't it? It is madness. Like I'm just um, looking. Didn't we I've have got... a ridiculously long penalty shootout in the first round of our Blackpool. league cup? Yeah, yeah, like, like Blackpool, twelve, Blackpool. thirteen penalties. Yeah, it was. We won five four. Yeah, we won five four on penalties. And who was in our goal? Uh, it was Davis. Uh, do you know who played? Do you know who started that game up front? Benicophobian and Lee Gregory. What? Do you remember Lee Gregory? Gregory. <laughs> you may as well be saying Freddie Steele and Stanley Matthews played in let that me, game. Let me tell you. Let me tell you that team. So it was. It was 4-4-2, according to the BBC. Adam right. Davies in goal. Tommy Smith, uh, James Chester, Danny Bart, Bruno Martins-Hindy. On the midfield pair of Sam Klukas and Jordan Thompson. Out on the wings, James McLean and Nick Powell. And Lee Gregory and Benny Kofobi up front. That team just... That's insane. Like, what, <laughs> who knew? Who can, knew? Can you believe that this season was when we signed John Obi Mikel and Stephen <laughs> Fletcher... Because it was at least four years ago. They, we had them for their peak. It was brilliant. We remember when they were good. Then they got old and shit. And then there's a bit of renaissance, as we mentioned. But no way that was this season. Do you remember when um, John Obi Mikel's signing got leaked because he ordered salmon at the Harvester? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to actually search 2020-21 Stoke season on, Wiki- on Wikipedia because there, there will be things we've totally forgotten about. we have forgotten about that completely. <laughs> hey, oh, while, while you're doing that, Dave, uh, I've, mm. I need to do an appeal if anybody has a use for a massive flag. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently it wants picking up. And it oh. won't fit in my car. <laughs> Oh. And I've got nowhere to put it, and I don't know what to do. And I did not anticipate this chain. Of, like I said, I didn't do anticipate you... this season ending, so I certainly didn't think I'd have to go and pick that awesome flag up. But that but flag was definitely the highlight the of my season. We, so, sorry, the madness is we were playing friendlies in September. So technically, that was. It's, it's in a shorter period of time this season. <laughs> but yeah. it feels so long ago. <laughs> we beat Leeds 3 0 at home. Colson Collins, Gregory, and Ince. 
against Leeds United at home. I remember that because I, I remember absolutely because we were sure that this oh man this is this is us this is us now set for the season and well we we weren't set for the season at all were we Steve, Stephen Fletcher doing that Rabona against Preston that oh, hit the post oh, oh, oh yeah that was nice <laughs> how how wistful we are about a chance from a match wow <laughs> four months ago okay now. Oh, uh, I did see uh, someone posted bl- on, on YouTube uh, all our goals from this season. Mm. You know how usually in a season there's like a standout goal that's clearly won the goal of the season? Fucking nothing. There's a free <laughs> kick. There's a free kick from Fletcher that's all right. Jesus Christ. Like, even Yesterday's the goals was are boring good. this season. Yeah. Not even like a decent 30-yarder or anything. Just... Do you remember this? Uh, remember the entire oh, team on. on the line. The entire yes! team on the line oh, yeah. against. Oh my god! <laughs> against Spurs, no, against Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Swansea team... dived to win that fucking penalty? Oh my god! That narrows it down. How how can we be nostalgic for a season that still actually happened? <laughs> it's not nostalgic. It's just, it's just memory. We just we just like an observational comedian, just like, oh, do you remember this? Like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> do you remember when Freddos were one p? <laughs> Billy McKinley when... nearly killing the uh, ref oh. post match. Oh, I remember Billy McKinley. Fucking hell. Remember when Tony Pulis was Sheffield Wednesday manager for six weeks? That oh was exciting. <laughs> no, I'd forgotten. They did well without him, didn't they? City cunts. Remember when Wickham lost their first seven games and if they'd have picked up two points, they'd have stayed up? Yeah, because oh. Luton fucking beat them. Oh no, it was Luton are to blame for Derby, aren't they? Yeah, Luton are to blame yeah, yeah. for a lot of things if you ask Stoke fans. Yeah, it's true. Mm. You know, I'm not him. a Stoke fan though, we don't need to have this conversation, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we know, listen Tom, we know you're only here just to fill up the numbers. We know your true your true love is, is Brighton, so come on, it's fine, we, it's okay. Oh man, justice today. There's loads of football <laughs> ground names that work as names, but you have to imagine them as like one big aristocratic family in, in a in a probably a Poirot, some kind of Agatha Christie, like Sir Fratton Park. Uh, <laughs> and, and any of them that end in Park Goodison in Parks. <laughs> no, Goodison's like Good, the driver. Goodison Park. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'll be honest. The I've enjoyed reminiscing about this season and remembering Sorry. things. Old Trafford is for Gardner. Oh. <laughs> Old Trafford. Old, Old Trafford. Brilliant. Brilliant. I was just going to say, remember when the Reading player ran into the post when Jacob Brown scored? Yeah. <laughs> With force. Shall we dedicate that episode to him, whoever he is? <laughs> I don't even, yeah. Sure. We probably signed him at some point this season, <laughs> and then he's probably gone on loan somewhere else. Was it Cameron Carter Vickers? He's on loan at Trabs on Spore. <laughs> well, well, listen, it has been a, a long season, and I thank you all for being a part of it and, and chatting sporadically for every other weekend. It's been a lot of fun. I think for the summer, obviously, we're not going to come back every week, but when there is a build-up of news and interesting things happen. We'll definitely have a big podcast when Joe Allen goes, but that will be in 2024, so <laughs> never mind. I'm going to say, thank you, Tony. Up the Will Foresters. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Democratise the ownership of football clubs. Thank you, Dave. It's coming home. <laughs> See you soon. Go on, Stoke. <laughs>